bomber plane zooms through the air. Inside, a single soldier, codenamed Deja, walks to the edge of the plane. He's methodical, prepared, but nervous. Deja is given the go-ahead by his commander. He looks down and jumps. It's a low drop, and Deja has to pull his chute quickly, aiming for the best spot to land. He knows it might be the difference between life or death. Why? Because he's dropping into an active war zone. Deja quickly lands on an empty rooftop and smashes through a skylight. He lands on his feet in a large, messy room, looks around. Is there someone around that corner? Behind him? He quickly makes his way across the room to a stairwell, cautiously running up. The rooftop is empty. Deja bounds across it and jumps to another rooftop below, looks around. Still no enemies. He makes a small leap to the ground. No! He probably has a gun. And then... I'm dead. Deja has been attacked. But this isn't real life. It's the video game Call of Duty Warzone. And within 10 seconds, Deja is able to come back to life and fight again. Deja fights the battle alongside his teammates, and moments later, finds himself near the water. He dives in. His teammate, Steve O'Wally, joins him, and they're excited to discover something new. Oh, when did they add that? When did they add O2 to the game? I think they added it a while ago. Other players have joined the game. Deja's not sure who they are, but he's happy to let them know what he's up to. Right now we're doing a recording for AUSA. And even if they don't win in this mission, they know that spreading their message is the most important part of the game. At this very moment, all around the world, millions of people are playing games like Call of Duty, League of Legends, and more. Most play alongside, or against, friends or complete strangers. But they're all united in one quest, to complete their missions and have fun in the process. For many, games are a way to take a break from the intensity of deployments, to help treat PTSD and anxiety, and to connect with fellow soldiers. And games can also be a way to let civilians know the value of service and show some fun things that happen in the army. In today's episode, our hosts sit down with Staff Sergeant Randy Ojeda, AKA Deja, and Staff Sergeant Steven Waller, AKA Steve Wale, two members of the Army Esports team. They talk about what exactly esports is, how they're able to balance their gaming with their regular daily assignments, and let us know how exactly they came up with their nicknames. I'm Carrie Varuhikis, and this is Army Matters. Is there a member of the Army or extended Army family that's made a special impact on your life? Would you like to thank them publicly? We're airing an upcoming episode we're calling our Shout Out Special, in which listeners have the opportunity to share stories of how someone has aided them along the way and let them know the impact they've had. 
If you'd like to give a shout out to someone, please call us and leave a message on our HUA hotline at 703-236-2914 or send us a note to podcast at AUSA.org. That's 703-236-2914 or podcast at AUSA.org. HUA. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Army Matters. Yeah. I'm Sergeant of the Army Retired Dan Daly, and I'm here with my good friend and co-host, Les Smith. Dan, what's up? I'm Lieutenant General Retired Leslie Smith, the former Inspector General. And guess what, Dan? What? I was in the Pentagon this week. You were in the, this week in the Pentagon? This week I was in the Pentagon. Did and you get I in trouble? see what you meant. No, I didn't get in trouble. Oh, okay. Huh? No. I thought maybe you got recalled for something. No, if I get recalled, you get recalled, bro. We'll do it together. Hey, let me ask you a question. Yeah. You ever been part of a team? Oh, yes. I've been on the I'm, best team for 35 years. I mean, like a sports team. A sports yeah. team. You ever been part? Yeah. Yeah. I, so, played, I played baseball and football in high school. And uh, I still stay in touch with many of those, uh, those, those folks that I grew up in high school with. But you want to know why I asked you that question? Why? Would you believe that video game playing is a sport now? Yes. Remember, we talked about this already, bro. Oh, that's right. You didn't talk about it. This was another example of you just going and doing a podcast uh, and finding th- some no, other co-host. That other is co-host. not true. I was out on the front lines. Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes we got to do what we got to do. I want. I have a request. I have a request. Yeah, sure. Since I didn't get to be part of this podcast, can I at okay. least do the introduction? Hey, Dan, you can do whatever you want to. So, ladies and gentlemen, the reason why we're talking about this is that in today's episode, Les... And senior producer, LaSharon Duncan, sat down with Staff Sergeant Randy Ojeda and Staff Sergeant Stephen Waller, two teammates on the Army eSports team. Their nicknames are Deja and Steve Wale. I think you have to have a nickname on this yeah, you do. thing. Yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah. just like yeah. a pilot. You got to have yeah. a nickname. Okay, we're ready. Let's go. Today, I'm very honored to be sitting here with our very special co-host for this really cool episode, LaSharon. From AUSA, introduce yourself. Yes, LaSharon Duncan here with you all. I am one of the senior producers for the podcast, and normally I'm behind the scenes, but today I'm on the scene with this lovely team, so glad to be here. Great. Yeah, LaSharon really is is our boss, one of our bosses. We got quite a few of them. But today we have two members of the Army's eSports team. So we have player assistant coach, staff sergeant Randy Ojeda, and his name is Deja, and Team manager, staff sergeant Stephen Waller, aka Steve Wall, and you know first Randy and uh, and uh, uh, let me let me get that right, Deja and Steve O, Steve Wale, yeah, Steve Wale, Steve Wale, <laughs> like from the Alice yes, man, yeah, okay. <laughs> and so, tell us about you know a little bit about your army story, what's your job, uh, and then how you got into esports originally. All right, well, I'm staff sergeant Waller. I've been in 12 years. My job, I'm a 13th Juliet. I'm a field artillery guy. So I'm a fire direction control NCO. Okay. Pretty much what I do to fire safely. And I got into esports. It was kind of funny how it happened because when I was stationed in Germany, like I kind of calmed down playing video games a little bit. And then when I met my wife, we started playing. And then she was like, you should start streaming. So when I PCS to Fort Sill, uh, that's when I started getting the setup already and everything. And then I heard about the Army Esports. So during that time, you know, I was big into Warzone. So I decided to apply as team manager. And I've actually been the team manager since October last year. Oh, congratulations. So so why did you join the Army? 
Um, so <laughs> because I was too fat for the uh, Air Force. Oh, oh, we got to delete that part. Really? No, no, just say you were too muscular. You're, you're too I mean, muscular. I mean, in reality, that's that's okay. what they told me. Is that what they told you? Okay, it, it is. That's what they told me. Okay. So, right. um, I ended up joining the army. I had a, a daughter when I was younger. Okay, and you know, during that time, it was kind of hard. So, I've been in ever since, and it's been helping provide for the for my family. Yeah. Um and it's actually, you know, been an amazing experience being able to travel, being able to meet a lot of people. Right. It's opened up a lot of opportunities in the personal realm and also in the gaming realm, so. All right, Deja, how about you, brother? Uh good morning. I'm Staff Sergeant Ojeda. I'm currently stationed in Fort Bliss, Texas. I've been in for 18 years. I am a 15 Papa, aviation operations sergeant, and basically I track helicopters. Why did you join the Army, did you? So for two reasons. My mother was in the military. Uh, okay. she, I'm originally from Puerto Rico, and she wanted to change life for us, so she went and joined the military. Uh, she did 25 years and then retired. I saw how we were able to travel around the world and see different places, and that's something that I wanted. And I also had a high school sweetheart at the time, and her parents were like, well, what are you going to do to take care of our daughter? So I was like, you know what? I'm going to join the military, and we'll see how it goes from there. Unfortunately, I did get that Dear John letter at basic training, uh, so I did not end up with that person. But from there, I set forward on my path that I've been on ever since. I'm sure she probably wants to to rescind that letter. Have you run into her since then? I have run into her parents. I was stationed in JBLM, and her parents reached out to me, and they were like, hey, we're sorry how things went. She chose the wrong path because she ended up with someone that's kind of like a deadbeat. And, you know, we're proud of you. And, you know, I was surprised for what they told me. And I was like, I appreciate that. That's amazing. Yeah. And you were being being all you can be. So talk to me about your gaming history. We'll start with you, Dejan. When did you start playing? I wasn't really a gamer. I never grew up with games and stuff like that. I was always outdoors playing sports, baseball, football, basketball. Uh, Then I joined the military. Uh, When I got to deployed, my first deployment was to Jalalabad. It was near the Korangal Valley. A lot going on, a lot popping off during that time. That was in 09. I went to the MWR. They had games set up there, and I was like, you know what? Let me sit down, try it out. And for me, I took a liking to it. This was, was Modern Warfare 2 came out. And for me, it was an outlet to just forget where I was when I was deployed. I was, yes, playing a combat game in a combat zone, but I knew in the game that the person to the left and right of me wouldn't really die. They would come back to life. And to us, that was just a way for us to connect together, have fun, play against each other, but know that none of us were going to actually get hurt or die. And we used that as a tool when we were out there. Yeah. Okay. How about you, Steve Wallen? Oh, sir, I've been playing since probably since I was about like eight, nine. Okay. I remember uh, back in the day when uh, we had Nintendo. Oh, (laughs) yeah. So we had a Nintendo, Super Nintendo. Right. And during Christmas time, what we used to do is we used to literally go to the box and like, oh, yeah, this is a game. So we'd like slit it open and then like pull the game out and then we'll play it and then put it back <laughs> by the time by, by the time my mom got home. Okay. And then uh, once Xbox 360 came out, like my brother and I, we were very competitive when it came to like Madden. Uh, once 2K came out, like we, we started to get very competitive amongst each other. And then I didn't get involved with Call of Duty until I think Modern Warfare 2, Modern Warfare, the older uh, Modern Warfares. And like I, I've, I've just been stuck ever since. So that's literally like my game now. I, I can't even play anything else for the most part. Okay. All right. So how did you guys come up with your nicknames? 
<laughs> so for me, I've 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 changed my name multiple times. Uh, so I was on a on a thing with Wale Gaming, uh, and then when I was doing that, it felt more of like an organization. And then I was like, you know what? I could just use Steve Wale. For me, it sounds better. Uh, I think it kind of looks better, and and plus it represents me. So mine is Deja Vu, but everyone calls me Deja. Deja Vu. They, they okay. call me All Deja right. for short, so I've stayed with Deja. This is where I ended up with that. Okay. World War II came out. I was playing competitive, and I kept killing people over and over. And they're like, it's like Deja Vu. He keeps killing me. And then from <laughs> now, I was like, you know what? I like that. Nice. So I took after that, and I was like, Deja Vu it is. And I've stuck with this nice. since. And then, yeah. Yeah, so you all mentioned uh, Call of Duty and the various uh, versions of that game. But for those who aren't familiar with Call of Duty, can you let us know a little bit about the game for those who aren't familiar with the the game? Call of Duty is a first-person shooter game. It's literally been the number one shooter for, you can't even, for countless amount of years. Call of Duty has like pretty much mastered first-person shooters. So I think that's the reason why it's very popular and a lot of people like the franchise. I know they have a lot of campaign that uh, come along with it. So it's 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 a very, very good game. Okay, cool. What is esports and why do you think it's so popular? When gaming first started, there was competition based, but it wasn't a big thing. There was, there's an incorporation called MLG, which is Major League Gaming. They were the first ones to come up with online competitive gaming where you could go on to a website, create a team, and then you guys could set up matches to play against each other for money. And then from there, it slowly started progressing to, oh, we should make an actual league for this. And that's where the whole esports thing came out. Uh, it started out with CDL, which is the Call of Duty League. And then from there, it grew to Halo was competing at the same time. Then there was, uh, what else? Rocket League started doing it. Madden tournaments here and there. And it just started to become bigger and bigger. And they noticed that high schools are starting to pick it up. Colleges are now starting to pick it up. And then the army was like, you know, how can we reach out to those gamers that are online? You know, what better way to meet someone online and be like, you enjoy playing this game so much? Why don't you come do it for real life? And be that character that you are in that game. Be that scout. Be that ranger. Be that sniper. And then from there, they use it as a recruiting tool. Since you're the manager, Steve Wallet, how does the team operate? Well, well, I operate the team. Just, you know. So we have practice twice a week. Mm-hmm. Throughout the week, we find tournaments. And for the bigger tournaments, uh, like we just came back from Cold Ball a couple of weeks ago. That was something that... Um, that had been, you know, told to us like, hey, this is what's going to happen. We're going to have this many people going. Uh, we ended up going there. And I mean, we ended up in seventh, but, you know, it was a good time. And then right after that, E-Fuse, they had a tournament and it was pretty much kind of like the same concept. It was a combat cup against other branches. Okay. And of course, you know, we came we came on top for that one. So, of course, of course. Yeah. As well as should be. So how many players do you have? Uh, right now I have seven but eight, including Deja, because he, he's like my player and assistant team manager okay. due to my other uh, team manager. He's actually deployed right now. OK, so so all the people that play on the team, they do their day jobs and then they practice and do everything else after hours. Yes, sir. OK. All right. What do your teammates that at, at your day job think about you being on an esports team? So I had I just PCS to Fort Drum, and then okay. like literally as soon as I signed into my unit, I had mm-hmm. to talk to my commander first and be like, 
I'm actually going to LA mm-hmm. this this upcoming couple within the next couple of weeks. But when I had told them that I was a part of the esports, they were actually super excited and you know, they were like on board with like everything when it comes to esports, which was actually pretty exciting. Okay. All right, cool. How about you, Deji? Uh, for me, I haven't had issues everywhere I go. I tell them, hey, I'm part of the Army Esports, and they're like in shock. Like my colonel and sergeant major are always supportive, uh, especially here at 1st Brigade where I'm at at Fort Bliss. As soon as he found out, he was like, hey, if you want to go back home and do recruiting and talk about Army Esports, we'll pay for you to go and everything. I was like, wow, that's amazing. Every time I have something coming up, they're like, hey, you got it. Go take care of it. So very supportive all the way around. We just heard about the importance of teamwork. And in today's chapter spotlight, we'd like to celebrate how two chapters, one existing, one new, have recently come together. On October 24th, the AUSA Allegheny Blue Ridge chapter visited Virginia Military Institute to celebrate the creation of its brand new chapter in Lexington, Virginia. The ceremony was emceed by Colonel Retired John Miller, the president of the Allegheny chapter. The ceremony included a performance by the VMI band, speeches, refreshments, and the official designation of Captain Maurice Dawson, Mr. John Doran, and Corporal Jacob Rogers as the subchapter's new officers. Congrats to everyone involved. We're very happy to welcome the Lexington subchapter to the AUSA family. Chapter membership is one of AUSA's benefits. As a member, you are invited to join your local chapter where you can network, participate in advocacy campaigns, and use member discounts, including registration and tickets. If you or your chapter would like to be profiled on the show, please email us at podcast at AUSA.org. Hua. Welcome back to Army Matters. We're here with two members from the esports team, Steve Owale and Deja. So guys, I know that one of the most important things to the team is outreach within the community. So can you please share, what do you all do? I know for me here at Bliss, I have two of our players are here with me and I'll hit them up and be like, hey, we're gonna do some uh, community stuff. We have here what's called the Warrior Zone. Uh, they have been put in warrior zones around in different installations. I went to my warrior zone. And I was like, hey, I'm an esports guy. Anything you need that deals with the gaming systems, PlayStation, Xbox, computers, if you want me to run competitions, like we're here for that because uh, I want our guys to know that we're not just gaming online, but we're also getting involved in our community and spreading the word of what Army Esports is because there's still a lot of people out there that don't know that Army Esports exists. And it's, it's a great thing. And my guys enjoy going out and doing different things and seeing kids like, oh, wow, like I could join the Army, do my job, but also play games if I wanted to. Now, Deja, speaking of kids, what do your kids think about your involvement with esports? How old are they? I have a 10-year-old and a 13-year-old. Okay. And uh, they are, like, they look up to me. Uh, when I went to Cold Bowl, you know, I sent the link back. My mom showed them when I was live on Twitch. And they watched big Twitch streamers, and they were like, oh, you know, that's my dad. He's on their game and stuff like that. So they were very uh, excited. They wanted me to win. When I was out there, unfortunately, I was not able to win. And it sucks sometimes because there's times that I sacrifice time that I could be doing things with my kids to practice for competitions. And when I don't win, it's like, dang, you know, 
but they understand, they know it's a passion that I have and they want me to be happy as well as I want them to be happy as well too. I understand that the eSports team has some exposure within the Army as part of the recruiting effort, but you're looking to expand. So if you were speaking to a decision maker right now, what would you love to ask for? I think what we would like to see is more uh, support. I mean, I know right now it's, it's it's still kind of a small program within the Army, and we're just steadily trying to make it bit, bigger. But I think one thing that that was pretty hard for us is, like, I guess, finances. Because I know we have players that want to go to certain events and, you know, they can show our skills and abilities to play against these pros. But we can't do it because, you know, we're limited to how much funding that we have. We look at certain, these certain events or like, I know TwitchCon, we should be able to be able to be involved in those things because a lot of people go to TwitchCon and the exposure is what we're looking for. Exposing the esports program, exposing, you know, our players, you know, and stuff like that. So I think when it, when it comes to it, I think more of the financial support and understanding what the esports is all about. You know, I would like to see the esports expand where we have different teams in different installations. So Fort Bliss team can go against Fort Drum team online and we battle for a trophy against every all the uh, bases and whichever base wins, they get to keep that trophy until the next competition. And it kind of gives morale, you know, competition against each other because I know they do it for fighting and they do it like best ranger competition, best warrior competition. I think that would be something amazing if it, we, we jump into that specter of things. Those are all really good ideas. So now I'm pretty sure that you did in the Army as strong leaders. What did you learn through your experiences in the Army to make you a better leader? You're never going to always get it right. Mm -hmm. It's always going to take to get knocked down for mm -hmm. you to be able to get back up. Because in order to learn, you have to fail. Mm -hmm. The Army has pretty much instilled you know, a lot of discipline into me to make sure that whenever I, I, I get things wrong, being an NCO as well, I figure out a way to get it right. Even if I have to like ask questions, go to somebody that, you know, I don't want to talk to about it. I will have to figure it out because for one, it's a learning point for me. And it's something I can teach my kids. I can teach my soldiers. Yeah. And, you know, they're, they're younger, they're coming up. A lot of them, you know, didn't have uh, a lot of, you know, family teaching them things and, that's my job. My job is to be an NCO, be a leader. And I'm a leader of my family and a leader of soldiers. So yeah, that's good. Deja, how about you, man? There will be some people that join the military that have leader potential. The army has the ability to make you into the leader you should be. And the sense of the proper training, the proper classes, you will have those good and you will have those bad leaders that show you what you want to be as a leader and what you don't want to be as a leader is you as a individual to take the responsibility of being that good leader that soldiers need right now. For me, when I joined, I was more of a follower. Mm -hmm. But once I started seeing how my NCOs were, I was like, you know what? I don't want to be like that. And in order for things to change, I need to be that change. So I need to become that leader that they need so that they can see that the Army isn't bad and that it's moving in the right direction. And from there, I just kept going after it, becoming that leader that they needed, understanding the difference between 
family and work. You know, I hate wasting people's time. And if we're done with the task, then hey, you guys go relax, go spend time with your wife because eventually we're gonna, gonna deploy and we're gonna be gone. And for me, I've deployed four times. So I know the meaning of time and time is very precious. And I hate taking that away from soldiers. We really appreciate you guys, uh, what you're doing in gaming and esports for what you represent to the to the army and to the nation. So we need to have you guys back on the net when you win some championship or maybe maybe we go to a gaming event and we do a, a podcast right out there like live what do you think hey i'm always up for a good game <laughs> <laughs> that'd be that'd be awesome that'd be awesome but wait a minute you'd have to play general smith okay sure oh yeah you have to 1v1 deja <laughs> oh yeah okay. all right it's all good hey I, I know how to take a beat down it's no biggie it's all good, it's all good. hey we're proud of you guys thanks again for coming on army matters Oh, anytime, sir. Appreciate having us. Thank you. To all our listeners, thanks for joining us. Army Matters is brought to you by the Association of the United States Army, the U.S. Army's professional association, member-supported, Army-connected. Visit us at AUSA.org for more information or to become a member. Your membership helps AUSA continue to carry out its mission, educate, inform, and connect with the Total Army, our industry partners, and supporters of a strong national defense. Today's episode was hosted by Lieutenant General Retired Les Smith and SMA Retired Dan Daly, an anchor hosted by Carrie Viral Heckes. Anthony Dale Call is the producer and writer, and Andy Bosnack is the supervising sound editor. Unzinga Curry is the executive producer, and the senior producers are Carrie Viral Heckes and LaSharon Duncan. Be sure to subscribe to Army Matters wherever you get your podcasts, and please leave a review. As you know, we love seeing stars in the Army, especially if it comes in the form of a five-star review. AUSA's Army Matters podcast can also be heard on Reese Across America Radio on Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern on the iHeartRadio app, the Odyssey app, and the TuneIn app with the search of the word Reef. AUSA's Army Matters podcast's primary purpose is to entertain. The podcast does not constitute advice or services. While guests are invited to listen, listeners, please note that you're not being provided professional advice from the podcast or the guest. The views and opinions of our guests do not necessarily reflect the views of AUSA. For questions or to provide topic recommendations, email us at podcast at AUSA.org. I'm with Sharon Duncan. Hope you have a great Army day. Hua. <laughs> <laughs>